up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Torrent Podcast. I'm your host, Nick, alongside co-hosts, Alan and Matt. Guys, how you doing? Doing pretty good. How you doing, Nick? Doing doing pretty good. Not too bad. Watch the Oscars. Oscars nice. are pretty good. Shout out to uh, Rami Malek, who won for Best Actor, Bohemian Rhapsody, killing it as Freddie Mercury. Uh, also, shout out to Bradley Cooper's wife, who had to sit through him and Lady Gaga pretend to love each other for the whole show, <laughs> uh, being third wheel <laughs> there. The unsung hero. The unsung right? hero of the Oscars, yes. Uh, yeah. So, how are you guys? Uh, good. I have... I haven't been playing very many video games lately, and I'm kind of bummed about that. I've been too busy learning how to make them, that's why. So. Oh, okay. oh, that's why you're making games now. Yeah, I've been taking uh, an online, <clears throat> excuse me, an online class, and I'm learning C Sharp, the programming language, and how to use Unity, and it's a lot to learn. It's very hard. So wow. Unity is like a like a platform, or it's like it's an like, engine. It's like an engine, yeah. Oh, I okay. Think, I guess that's what you would call it, an engine. So like, they have like part um, Unity stuff. So mostly what I'm learning in C Sharp is Unity based like components and stuff. So that's cool. It's fine. Um, it's going well. It's just very, very difficult. It's like learning how to use a machine that you've never used before, but the instructions for the machine are in Spanish. So, <laughs> and you don't speak Spanish. But you're learning Spanish. Well, you're learning C sharp. Yes. Also learning Spanish too. But um, yeah, yeah. I prefer so, C flat. Uh, that's disgusting. C uh, C flat is B natural. So yes, well, I know that. Yeah. True. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah, let's move on from bad uh, <laughs> music theory jokes. <laughs> oh man, every good boy deserves fudge. That's all I gotta say. Uh, all right, dude, man, yeah. And then, and then, what was the one for the good, bass? Good boys deserve fudge always. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, no one else is laughing at these jokes like uh... we are. <laughs> Hashtag this episode. Every good boy deserves fudge. Uh, All right, you guys ready to get into the news here? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. This is the weekly download. Okay, our first news story. Guys, we got our first look at Aladdin, the new Aladdin trailer. And uh, we get our first look at we've I mean we've seen from the the teaser uh, what Aladdin looks like. Uh, we saw the the cave with the head of a lion or whatever. Uh, but this time we get a good look at what Jafar is going to be like. And most importantly, it set the internet ablaze a couple weeks ago. Uh, we get to see what Will Smith is going to look like as the genie. So guys, what were your reactions to the new Aladdin trailer from Disney? Uh, I was pretty uncomfortable at first. <laughs> it looks weird. It almost looks like um, I don't know. It just looks like paint. Like I was gonna make a racial thing, but like, what? Hot, hot issue. I was gonna say like it's kind of like when when actors used to do blackface like a long time ago. And <laughs> oh, really? Well, just they're casting. I mean, they're cact- They're casting people of color, so it's not like they're whitewashing it or anything. No, no, no I didn't mean that. I meant oh. like. Almost like he, almost like as weird as blackface was, but with some weird like blue alien race type thing. 
Oh, I got you. So are you talking about like, the genie specifically? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's not like offensive to anyone. It's just it's like that weird. Um, it's like that weird uh, feeling you get when you look at it and you're like, mm, that's not quite right. <laughs> I have a feeling uh, during the movie, like you'll eventually kind of be fine with it and you'll just get used to it. It won't be a big deal. So because like it is CG, it's full CG, right? But it they CG it to make it look like Will Smith's face. I think they're using the oh, same like body paint they used for like um, so it's Kaju real in Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> kind of thing. Oh. Well, I'm sure they're gonna make him like animate his legs so it looks like he's floating like a genie. But I think I think yeah, they put him in blue makeup. Oh, see, I was thinking it was CG, but they just CG'd it to make it look like it was Will Smith, sort of as a genie. And that oh, was what was confusing me because no, I was like, why wouldn't they just CG it to look like a genie or something like that? <laughs> right, right. I hmm, I don't know. I have to look at it again because I'm not sure if it's actually like him in body paint or not. Yeah. Also, it doesn't. It's not like he's playing a character. Like it just. It's just Will Smith as a genie. Like that's right. what it sounds like. It's just Will Smith. He's not like doing a different voice to be a, a genie or anything like grandiose, like the animated <laughs> version. It's just, hey guys, I'm Will Smith as a genie. What's up? <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> you know? Okay. Um. I think well, it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be very popular. I'm, I, it's Disney. I'm sure it's a surefire right. thing. You know what I mean? I what I found more startling was um, what, uh, Jafar, how Jafar was portrayed. I don't know who the actor is who's playing Jafar. Um, his voice did not match his presence. Ooh, you know, you watch, the, you watch the cartoon, and he's got kind of a menacing voice. Uh, he's got like a deep, gravelly kind of voice, I think, or at least a little more ominous-sounding voice. And in the trailer, Jafar just sounds like a... Like a hipster dude, like you know, kind of a high, higher pitched voice, just very, very plain. Mm. It didn't seem villainy to me enough. Okay, I um, I actually didn't realize that. Okay, or like it didn't strike me as like being strange. But now that you mention it, it does kind of seem a little strange. Mm. So, um, yeah. Once again, I think it'll be one of those things that we'll just get used to after a while. But yeah, interesting. And they're probably not afraid to like deviate a little. A little bit more to, from the animated movie, just to make it more exciting and make it a little, you know, di- right. uh, just like unique kind of. That's what I mean. And of course, are they not going to do the the weird squiggly beard thing on him? Oh, on Jafar or yeah. on the genie you're talking about? Well, on, on Jafar, because like in the thing, he has like the weird squiggly looking beard thing. Do, uh, do they not do that with this new guy? They, I don't remember. I couldn't catch it. I didn't watching catch that. Yeah. Um. But, you know, I think another thing, it is a Disney movie, and they're going to have to nail the musical numbers. So, um, but I'm calling it right now. I bet you the the rug is going to be probably the, he's going to steal the show, I think. I'm going to call that right now. Mm. I'm make the, it the magic show. carpet? The magic carpet, yeah. Uh, mm. I think it's going to be like the cape from Doctor Strange. You know what I mean? It's going to have that vibe to it. Oh, uh, you know okay. Full sidekick. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, I like that. I think you're right. So kind of mediocre on the uh, whole Will Smith genie thing. I don't know. I'm not as excited as I thought about it. Uh, as I thought about the Aladdin trailer. Uh, but uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see when the second trailer comes out, and we'll see what the early reviews say. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, next, we're, we're going to keep going with the Disney theme here. We're going to switch over to the Frozen 2 teaser trailer. So, Alan, I know you're a big Frozen guy. You like Frozen. Uh, me, not so much. Matt, I don't know where you stand on Frozen, but uh, we get in a second one. 
because we can't let it go apparently um can't. so what did you guys think of the teaser trailer for elsa or uh for frozen 2 we got elsa uh, playing with her ice powers on the uh on the coast trying to do some cool stuff there so what did you think I thought it was cool. It was very vague. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot that alluded to what the story is going to be about. But I think that's cool because it's not really like, going to ruin too much from the actual movie. Right. Uh, unless they come out with another trailer that does or something. Right. But I just thought it looked really cool. I think it's going to be kind of funny and like, okay, we're older now and we're like teenagers and we're like going to go off and be young adults on our own. And, like some villains going to come in and like mess stuff up and it's going to be this like weird sort of edgy kind of new age <laughs> movie. But uh, we'll see. We'll see what they wow. where they go with it. Yeah, I did not get that vibe. Oh, really? And I, and I love that though. <laughs> that's funny. Um, okay, it's going to cool. be Juno, but frozen. Yes, yeah, that exactly. <laughs> someone's going to get pregnant and yeah. uh, have to deal with that. Yeah. Like, like Adam's boyfriend is going to get um, Elsa pregnant or something, and it's going to be like yeah. this huge oh, drama. Okay, <laughs> love that's, Triangle. That's it's the most edgy Disney movie ever. <laughs> yeah, right. Right, every, every hot button issue is explored. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I wouldn't be surprised if they explored some of those issues, but yeah. realistically, um, I thought it looked cool. I got like Moana vibes. I don't know how many Disney movies you guys see, but definite like strong uh female hero heroine whatever type, sure. um type of character very cool it seemed like good action it'd be pretty sweet mm-hmm. um i think it'll be good i i in terms of how i felt about the first frozen i don't i don't really know it was fine i guess uh my girlfriend cc loved the crap out of it <laughs> and all disney movies in general so I'm sure i'm sure i'll be seeing frozen too so yeah. stay tuned for my official review later <laughs> Is Disney known for making good sequels to things? I'm trying to think of like what what they've done, like um, Toy Story Two. Toy Story Two is great. I like Toy did Story they, Two a lot. Uh, did they do the How to Train Your Dragon, or was that no? Else? That's DreamWorks. Oh. They do Wreck It Ralph. Wreck It Ralph. Yep. Yep. Wreck It Ralph. Uh, there was a second one of that, but I don't think it Finding was Nemo. Noble. Finding Dory was pretty good. So they're they're. I think they're. I think it's hit or miss because they did Cars too, and I don't think people responded to the Cars sequel as much. Um, okay, moving on to some other movies here. Keep we're going to stay in the fantasy fantasy realm here. Um, Ooh, okay. We're all big Lord of the Rings fans on the, oh, on yeah. the podcast. We love uh, Lord of the Rings. They're making a movie on J.R.R. Tolkien's life and kind of how he developed uh, Lord of the Rings and <clears throat> kind of his life throughout the war because he was in the military and um, a lot of his ideas from Lord of the Rings came from uh wartime his wartime experience so you know in this trailer we see him going to war kind of falling in love and also um kind of envisioning his care some of his characters from lord of the rings um in explosions in in the midst of battle and um kind of how his mind processes what he's seeing in war and um, how he's coming up with all the famous characters from the lord of the Rings series so what'd you guys think of the kind of teaser trailer for the for tolkien um it looked it looks cool your context of of where some of those like visuals and stuff are coming from makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Um, I'd be very interested. I think he's a pretty interesting person, like in history. Yeah. Um, pretty sure he's considered to be a genius. So that's very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, because he invented his own language. Like, yeah. Uh, Elvish, language, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. And he invented, like, didn't he invent hobbits and Urukai and stuff too? 
Well, well sure, all the characters in this book were right. kind of, yeah. But I'm pretty sure... No, I mean, even, like, those races, I thought, were his yeah. own creations. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Maybe not, like, elves like... and dwarves, but I think he invented, like, hobbits or halflings and yeah. stuff were his own creation, which is pretty cool. Oh, okay. Okay. I didn't know that, but, yeah, he's just, just so iconic. So I think that's really interesting, and I think it'll be a cool movie. I would definitely go see that. Yeah, I'm interested. I I kind of like the idea of seeing how it all came about and finding out more about the author and how a lot of yeah, for sure. his personal life might have influenced events in the book. So, for sure. Yeah, I think documentaries have just been a really interesting topic to me recently. I've been watching them on you know Bill Gates and Magnus Carlsen and all these like really really intelligent people that have kind of defined a lot of the the stuff that we know today. So I think this will just be a cool kind of tap into his life and see where he came from, what his life was like, and yeah. all the life of a really interesting man. So While we're on documentaries, also on the Oscars, shout out to Free Solo. Alan uh, mentioned it on the, on the cast a while ago, yeah. and it ended up winning uh, Best Documentary. So Oscar-winning film, Free Solo. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's um, very cool. Yeah. Um, okay, next. Uh, guys, I've we've talked off offline about this. I've been reading the book Dune, um, they're making a film on this, uh, famous sci-fi novel about, uh, this planet called Dune. Um, uh, it's actually called Arrakis, but they also refer to it as Dune. Uh, but, uh, <clears throat> um, they're making a movie on it, like I said, and the director is going to be, uh, Denis Villeneuve, who directed Arrival, and I know that's Matt's oh. favorite movie. So, yeah. um, yeah, and he is, they're just announcing the casting for this movie, and this cast looks phenomenal. I mean, you have Jason Momoa, Rebecca Ferguson from the Mission Impossible series, um, you have Josh Brolin, who is Thanos, a.k.a. Uh, Cable from Deadpool, you have Oscar, Oscar Isaac from Star Wars, Javier Bardem, fa- uh, you know, famous actor, Dave Bautista, Stellan Skarsgård. You, I mean, the cast looks incredible here, and you have this sci-fi director uh, in Denis Villeneuve. He directed the new Blade Runner. He directed Arrival. Uh, this, I think, is going to be a fantastic movie. I'm enjoying the book. How I can describe the book to you guys right now is it's Game of Thrones in space. Home. So if you like Game of Thrones uh, and you like space stuff, uh, <laughs> it's kind of a perfect blend. Um yeah, I'm excited for this movie. What do you guys think? Are you do you do you have any interest in reading the book, uh, or do you just want to go kind of go in blind and watch the movie when it comes out? Um, I'm I don't know. I'm I'm kind of reading a couple books right now. I think I just kind of want to go in blind. Actually, you know what? I should do more research because if it's going to be really good, like really great, then I think I would like to read the book before. So okay, I I'll have to see first. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I I. I'm not far enough to kind of really give you a good premise, but from what I hear, it is it revolves around one family, and um, their son is uh, essentially has the ability to perceive things, and I guess there's this thing called spice, which everyone can take, which heightens your ability and gives you special powers. So um, the the it's pretty much a battle for spice, but there's a lot of like game of Thrones esque politics involved and backstabbing Mm -hmm. and 
all that stuff and different family clans and all this stuff that's cool. a lot of a lot of spokes in the wheel as, as they say and so it, it gets kind of a kind of a complicated uh political adventure but also you get a lot of the fantasy elements and uh um kind of out like almost star wars-esque kind of stuff is it just one book or is it like a series? Um, I think there's two. I know there's a bunch of spinoff books, but I think hmm. there is the original Dune novel by Frank something. And then there's a sequel called Dune Messiah. And then after that, it's a couple of spinoffs. But I've, from what I've heard, I've heard the spinoff books aren't as good. Just stick to the original uh, original book and maybe the sequel and you're, you're probably good if you're interested in reading it at all. Oh, cool. So... Um, yeah, I'm excited. Hopefully, we'll get a trailer for it um, within the next year. I don't know how far in production they are, um, so we'll be on the lookout for that. I'm sure if it looks awesome, we'll we'll definitely be talking about it here. Um, okay, next, uh, guys, we saw Aquaman uh, in our review of Aquaman, which is available on our podcast feed. Uh, we definitely talked about which episode. It. Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head. It's, Ooh, a, it's, a, couple back. Yeah, it's a couple back. Forty uh, two? I don't know. I'm just I'm just guessing, yeah. throwing yeah. numbers out. Throw it at three. Um, uh, we talked about the trench scene being really cool. All the creatures from the trench. Yes. Um, that awesome shot of all the monsters kind of diving in the wave as they were trying to get to the trench. Um, well, there's a sequel in development, a kind of a spinoff um, dealing with the trench uh, specifically. So, um, what do we think about uh, there being a Aquaman trench spinoff film? Yeah, hell yeah! I think that sounds super cool. I think there's so much lore there and so much interesting stuff there and. That those battle scenes were just insane. Do, do we know if this would like? I'm assuming this would have Jason Momoa back in it again. Depends. With, like, it could be, Aquaman, or it could just be like. It could be like the fall of Atlantis, and then how these people became, like, because they had like and stuff. Yeah, and they had all those different clans and stuff. They were like that yeah. were coming together, and that'd be so cool to just dive into their background and see what was up right. with them, and how, like you said, like how they came to be and got so diverse and stuff. So right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would be up for that. That'd be kind of cool. Matt? I agree. Yeah, um, that sounds awesome. The trench was very cool, and I agree that all the different like clans of underwater people were so sweet. Yeah, I really wish they would have dived into that more. So, um, and I think the director. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say I'm very excited because the action I thought was really great. So hopefully yeah. there's more of that. And uh, yeah, I yeah. think it'll be pretty awesome. And I think James Wan, the director, is associated with this spinoff, so we're, he will definitely probably play up the horror element of the trench, so we'll really see some cool... Maybe we'll get like a, a horror superhero movie, which we really haven't, in terms of genre, haven't really gotten that yet, kind of a horror-esque superhero movie. Mm. Um, it seems like DC's kind of doing this thing. I think they found their formula a little bit, or they're finding it, is that instead of doing this giant through-line a la the MCU and Marvel and doing all these different characters and kind of combining them. I think they're doing a soft reboot and they're going to keep all the universes separate but within each character you're going to have spin-off movies that relate to that character. So maybe there's an Aquaman series of movies and spin-offs but they're just related to Aquaman and they never cross over with any of the other characters. And I think that would allow them to do like a Batman movie and then have spin-offs where they focus on all the Bat family characters, Robin, Nightwing, Batgirl, all that stuff. And then you can kind of have them come together uh in a like a a 
a bigger Batman event movie. You know what I mean? So they do separate universes with spinoffs at a smaller scale instead of doing a giant through line like Marvel. Mm. So that might work for them. That might make the continuity a little bit better because then you don't have to worry about so many things. You can kind of keep it within the realm of the character. I don't know. What do you what do you guys think about that possibility? Because I have seen that floating around for a while. Um, I'm not sure. Um, okay. it's, it's just kind of like a little bit outside of the things that I would normally watch, I guess, just because I don't, I don't, know, I don't watch stuff that often. So sure. I'm not really sure. I, I mean, I guess it's interesting. I see what happens. Yeah. I'm intrigued a little. Yeah. I'm kind of curious. Cause like, obviously the Marvel recipe works so well, but maybe, maybe that makes sense because for DC, it is very difficult for them to build strong stories with strong characters and like really sell a good movie as well as Marvel does. So maybe they do need to kind of do their own thing and stick to these smaller spin-off stories and kind of yeah. develop their own little side universes. I kind of like that. Maybe that, that'll just kind of work for them. Yeah. yeah. And then you get these like mini universes, you know, like Aquaman would have mm-hmm. Aquaman like one, two and three. And then you get this, the trench spinoff. Maybe you get a uh, rise of Atlantis spinoff. Maybe you get, you know, kind of that kind of thing. And then Batman can have his own through line of movies and then his his spinoffs and same thing with, I don't know if there's anything for Wonder Woman or Superman or anything, but then you can get kind of like all the ancillary characters involved. And then maybe way later, you kind of throw it in and then do another Justice League or something like that with all the major players. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, I dig it. Spinoffs are cool. Yeah. So. All right, um, moving on to some movie news here. Or, I'm sorry, video game news, my bad. Uh, Blizzard, um, big company. I know we're all big fans of the company. They they make great content, even though they're kind of owned by Activision. Uh, they just laid off... Uh, what the fuck was that supposed to be, Nick? I don't know. I think it... Doesn't Activision have it kind of a bad rap? A lot of people yeah, hate Alan, Activision? Alan, I thought you, would of all people, would they're hate They're like Activision. EA, but... No, like, dude, Activision's great. Oh, I hate EA. Activision's fine. I thought I had heard bad things about Activision. I think on from the Call of Duty side, Call of Duty aspect of it. Like, uh, I mean, we play Call of Duty though. Oh, I know. I love Call of Duty. I'm just I, I, I thought for Not, a while there, Activision got a bad rap. Well, oh. Activision isn't the ones who make Call of Duty. I'm pretty sure they're the ones who like produce it. So I feel like they're right. the ones who make who like put all the constraints on the people who develop it. Mm. Mm. I'm not positive. Though. Maybe I'm, I'm mistaken. Do- I don't know. I just remember for a while there, people were giving the Activision a lot of shit. Yeah, we should. Yeah, Blizzard. Blizzard is great. I love Blizzard. But Blizzard's awesome. Yeah, yeah. obviously. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So I, I was reading about this. It's, it's interesting. It seems like 2018 was a super big year for Blizzard. Mm-hmm. They had just like a lot of big news. They had like record profits and stuff like that. And uh, so they, they've been doing really great. They had a lot of big stuff going on in 2018, and in for 2019 they really don't have anything planned a lot of their games are getting kind of stale overwatch is probably going to tra- or um convert to a free-to-play type thing oh wow and okay. um uh they canceled like the competitive heroes of the they canceled their big push for the competitive heroes of the storm thing hearthstone has like a record low or something maybe, maybe not record low but like hearthstone is very down and people in like player count and stuff like that so they've got a lot of stuff going on that's kind of going down the tubes, and they've got nothing big coming out in, um, in 2019. And they had that big debacle with Diablo, right? The mobile. Oh yeah. Diablo. Yeah. Oh, what happened with that? I know that was announced, but did, is it not happening? They, were, they did some comp, like 
conference and uh, a lot of people thought they were going to announce the next Diablo and end up being just being a port of Diablo 3 as a mobile or something like that. It's uh, called like Diablo Immortal and people freaked out and people were very think, happy or something. Yeah, because I think they were actually like, even before the conference they were talking, they were like, yeah, we're going to like um, announce this huge new Diablo development and like all these fans were super excited about it and then all of a sudden they come up with this like basically like piece of crap clone of a of an asian mobile game that had a diablo skin over the top of it and right. people were like what the hell is this like why, why would you hype this up if this is what you're gonna give us so, what oh man yeah it was uh, it was a big deal that is crazy um yeah so i guess they just blizzard has been hiring a lot of people and they've been having a lot of growth and now they've got a lot of stuff that's not really happening so they had to lay off 800 people um wow yeah so the controversy was over like how the ceos are making so much money and they had to lay off these people, but it's I think it's unlikely that a CEO taking a pay cut like that Nintendo guy did a few years ago. It's unlikely that him taking well, any of them them taking a pay cut would really help. Okay. I mean, eight hundred people. So, um, but it's still it's a shame that you know a lot of people lost like you know lost all their jobs like that. So, hopefully, there's uh, other businesses hiring, but Blizzard does not seem to have a lot of big stuff coming out. So, I did hear though that like. I, like it does sound kind of bad on paper, but they like the, a lot of the people they were firing, getting rid of, were people that were in the competitive scene, which is really they're kind of phasing away from that because they don't have anything very successful in the competitive scene, yeah. and that they are like still keeping a lot of like developers and like game people uh, that are working on stuff like pretty strong, and they're even hiring people in, the, in that sector now. So they are trying to like pull people back in so they can start making and developing games again, but like it's just slow right now because they they haven't had a big push for that. Um, yeah, um, they they did do it correctly and stuff. Like they they gave the people notice. There were severance packages. It wasn't like one day they they were just like fired and they had to go figure out how to make rent the next day. Like they 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 gave them money. They gave them notice. Like the people knew that it was it was going to happen. It, so they can look well, for other jobs and try and figure something out. So yeah, but that's never easy. Yeah, well, yeah I mean it's yeah. just no, it's agree, unfortunate for everyone really. Yeah, um, like, they couldn't just keep those people around if there was no future. Right. For them. right. Yeah. Um, they also, they announced, like, people were thinking that, did you, I don't know if you heard this, either of you guys, that, like, people were thinking that the new Warcraft, the, not, like, World of Warcraft, the new, just, like, RTS Warcraft game was gonna be coming out, but it turns out, like, all it is is just, like, a remake, basically, of Warcraft 3, I think. Oh, yeah, I did hear about that, yeah. I mean, I would probably play a remake of Warcraft 3, but just make Warcraft 4. Yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't say that. What, am I but <laughs> what about already? So what about Overwatch though? Because um, aren't they in the competitive space with with Overwatch? I mean, there's an Overwatch league. Yeah. There's a pro league. It's on. You know, it's part of the uh, what do they call it? The uh, Major League e Gaming series, yeah. e like, and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the o the Overwatch player count is very low now, oh. and it's taking a lot of heat from, um, uh, like. Well, with the Battle Royale games just, getting yeah, popular. Yeah, with Battle Royale games getting popular, all these games are free to play. Like, it just can't compete anymore. They I don't know if you guys know this. They recently got, like, reduced, like, permanently, like, 50% off, I'm pretty sure, the price of it. Maybe it's, like, 20 bucks or something now. Okay. And um, people think there's, that's, like, the beginning of their push for uh, free to play. Mm. Uh, okay. But, like, I don't know. I mean, mm. I played I played Overwatch with Vinny the other day, and it was just, it was, it was fine. It just kind of got tired of it. Yeah, there's yeah. there's something there that's missing, I think, in that game. Yeah, yeah. and it was like a trailblazer for like the hero shooter, but now yeah. I just kind of wonder. Yeah. Hmm. Next. <laughs> so, yeah, interesting stuff with that. 
Well, hopefully they turn things around. I mean, like we said off the top, we all like the company, so it's kind of sucks to see them kind of ha- kind of stall out a little bit. So hopefully they'll come back up and they'll start, you know, developing some new contents, some new IP, and yeah, um, yeah, go from there. You know, yeah. So okay, um, let's finish up with some music picks here. Uh, what do we got today, guys? Uh, I mean, I can start. Uh, the song I picked is um, it's called "Stay Strong" and it's by Joey Pecoraro, who is becoming like one of my favorite, um, just like music producers. He's always right. Sometimes he'll do like jazzy kind of stuff with like really good beats. It's just like my favorite type of music, basically. If um, we could package up the quintessential music sound that you fall in love with, it would be this song. I legit thought this was you. You're like your alias, and you had wrote this song. It was that <laughs> right. that much of a mad song. <laughs> um, I'm really glad that you said that because I didn't. I I didn't know that. I don't know like what. I guess I know what my favorite song is, but I'm glad that it's palpable <laughs> to other people. So, um, so yeah, I love this song. It's just so chill. It's got like a good beat. It's got like a little synthesized electronic stuff in the background. Oh man, it's so good. Good bass. Everything is awesome about it. <laughs> I listen to it all the time. Nice. So, yeah, all of his songs are great though. Check out Joey Pecoraro. Cool. Cool. Uh, my pick today was by is by Tom Mitch, and it's called Movie. Uh, and this is a great, just a great song. It's he. Tom Mitch is the uh, one of the proteges of John Mayer. Um, it's kind of an updated uh, kind of sound. It's more of a t- 2019 sound uh, in a John Mayer-esque style. Mm. So he does some cool things with electronics. Uh, Tom Mitch, he, he infuses a little more R&B, a little more um, soul into his music. And I think this song is just one of his best. Um, so everyone check out uh, Movie by Tom Mitch. And Tom Mitch is spelled M-I-S-C-H. Um, just a cool dude cool um easy listening music just like he, he's really really good nice uh and then uh lastly uh i had the song can't sleep without you by brett young just a great country song about a guy who who is is glad that his girl's going out and having a good time but he just can't fall asleep without her, her by his side and it's just kind of a cute little song that uh it's about just Loving, loving somebody and loving sleeping next to them and needing the next you to fall asleep. So classic, classic country song. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that vibe. You know. Yeah. That's the one thing, the one redeeming quality, Alan, that you always kind of hit home with me about country music is that like wholesome. Yeah. yeah. Cute, wholesome. Wholesome. Yeah. It's a good. It's a good way to describe it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice guys. All right. Um, good episode. Any any final thoughts here? No, got some good movies to look forward to though. Oh my god, there's so many coming out soon. I can't wait to watch them. I know. There's gonna. I mean, between Game of Thrones coming out next month, oh, uh, dude, and yes. Avengers Endgame, and John Wick oh. Three, and oh. what, I mean, what else we got coming out? Detective oh, Pikachu looks awesome. Oh, I'm uh, so excited, Nick. Uh, you know, Star Wars. <laughs> that's all the way in December though. It Chapter Ooh. Two. Uh, plus a bunch of other stuff upcoming that we're going to talk about in some upcoming episodes. There's so much coming out here. So Captain Marvel. Ca- yeah, oh. Captain Marvel this month. Uh, I mean, just Shazam. Kind of yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's almost it's almost too much. So um, you're going to be it's seeing probably a lot of reviews from us uh, very soon. Um, 
it's just it's overwhelming how much stuff is coming out. So, um, good time to be a movie fan. That's all I got to say. Um, sure. All right, guys, good episode here. Uh, this has been an episode of the Torrent. We'll see you next time. Well, that's it for this episode of The Torrent. Thank you all for listening. Download, rate, and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast service. If you want to get in contact with us, feel free to send us an email, thetorrentpodcast at gmail.com. You can also get in touch with us on Facebook and Twitter at The Torrent Pod. We'll see you guys next time.